Psalm chapter 68, verse 1. To the overseer, a psalm, a song of David. This is written by David for the chief director of music to decide when and how he's going to have the orchestra and choir sing this. Rise, doth God, scattered are his enemies, and those hating him flee from his face. This is talking about the Lord going to battle. Whenever King David fought a battle, the Lord and his angels always went before David's army and killed and scattered the enemy. In the spirit, when you and I go to battle, like if Satan is tempting us and we go to battle in prayer, the Lord goes before us and he will scatter those demons who are telling us lies and trying to oppress us. 2. As the driving away of smoke thou drivest away, as the melting of wax before fire, the wicked perish at the presence of God. In King David's time they were under the old covenant, pagans had to die. If they stayed alive they would never repent, and at the same time they would cause others to sin. But today, because we're under the blood of Jesus Christ, anyone who doesn't love the Lord can be saved and have their life transformed. But our enemies are Satan and the demons, and he can drive them away like air can force smoke away, or like wind can scatter smoke, or like fire can melt wax. 3. And the righteous rejoice, they exult before God, and they joy with gladness. When the demons are scattered, we rejoice. We're so happy. 4. Sing ye to God, praise his name, raise up a highway for him who is riding in deserts. In Jah is his name, and exult before him. Jah is one of the letters of YHWH that would kind of relate to the Y, which got pronounced as a Yah or a Jah. And so Jah was kind of like a shortened derivation of YHWH because it's a shortened derivation of Yahweh. And Yahweh is not the name of the Lord. Contrary to what some cults are teaching, Yahweh is not the name of the Lord. It's a derivation of a derivation of the name of the Lord. We cannot pronounce the name of the Lord. All we can say is YHWH. So we don't have to call the Lord Yahweh. It's not even his name. It's like baby babble version of the name of God. So it's not a holy word in and of itself. But Yah is the shortened version of it. It says, raise up a highway for him who is riding in deserts. John the Baptist prepared a way for the Lord in the desert. He raised up a highway because he told people to repent. So this verse is talking about revival, which is when the people repent. That's what raising up a highway means. A path for the Lord, because he will not walk among our path of sin. We make a path of repentance, where it's all about him. 5. Father of the fatherless and judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. Judgment means justice for those who have been oppressed. He brings justice to women and children who are alone, and anybody who doesn't have a father. You might have a biological father, but that doesn't mean that you really have somebody who is like a father to you. You might have lived with a man, but that doesn't mean that you have a husband. Today's society is so messed up that a lot of women are living like widows, and a lot of people are living like orphans. And the Lord will bring justice into our lives when we follow him.
His holy habitation, of course, is heaven, and we can follow him and go to heaven by the way which is Jesus Christ. 6. God causing the lonely to dwell at home, bringing out bound ones into prosperity. Only the refractory have inhabited a dry place. The refractory are those who are rebellious and do not obey the Lord. They go out into a dry place, a spiritual wilderness. So they may have the body, the face, the money, the car, the house, but spiritually they're dry and they aren't happy. They aren't content and they don't know who they are. But those who are the outcasts and the lonely people, when they follow the Lord, they have sanctity in their home. They don't have to go out searching for relationships and activities to fill them up. They can stay at home and be totally whole and totally satisfied and content. He brings them into prosperity, but this is talking about spiritual prosperity, not necessarily monetary prosperity. Before I got saved, I didn't like being at home because I was alone. There was nobody there. But after I became born again, my home became a sanctuary and it became my favorite place because the Lord is here and I'm not alone. 7. O God, in thy going forth before thy people, in thy stepping through the wilderness, Selah. He led the children of Israel through the wilderness for 40 years. He went before them as a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And your life on this earth is kind of a wilderness journey because you're tired, you experience pain, you're tempted, and you go through trials. But the Lord goes before us when we follow him. 8. The earth hath shaken, yea, the heavens have dropped before God, this Sinai before God, the God of Israel. It says that the Lord brought earthquakes and the Lord brought rain. This also is talking about the wilderness journey in Sinai. The last chapter talked about it too. Sinai was that peninsula that the Lord brought them to where they stayed at the mountain and the Lord gave them the law. 9. A shower of free will gifts thou shakest out, O God. Thine inheritance, when it hath been weary, thou hast established it. It says that he gave the Israelites a gift with rain. 10. Thy company have dwelt in it. Thou preparest in thy goodness for the poor, O God. The Lord is in our company, and he prepares goodness. To me, that resembles the fellowship offering, where you eat in the presence of the Lord at his tabernacle, and you eat with the Lord when you give the fellowship offering. 11. The Lord doth give the saying, the female proclaimers are a numerous lot. One symbolizes the leader, the headship, and female symbolizes the followers who are many. There's one leader and there's many followers. The bride of Christ is many, and Jesus is one with the Father. Here it says female, which means many. Many are proclaiming your numerous host. Many are proclaiming that you are Lord. 12. The kings of hosts flee utterly away, and a female inhabitant of the house apportioneth spoil. The Lord makes evil kings flee in battle, and a woman picks up the spoil, which means a weak person would pick up the spoil from the battle. That's pretty awesome. In the Old Testament, there was a woman who killed a commander of the army. God always loves to use the weak. 
13. Though ye do lie between two boundaries, wings of a dove covered with silver, and her pinions with yellow gold. This says that the people of the Lord, even though they are poor people who sleep with the sheep at night out in the pasture, their wings will be like a beautiful dove's wings covered with silver and gold. This is metaphor. It doesn't literally mean that we're going to have wings of silver and gold, but it means that we will have strength within ourselves that the Lord gives us. 14. When the mighty spreadeth kings in it, it doth snow in Salmon. Salmon or Zalman is another name for Mount Ebal, and that was the Mount of Cursing, where God said, The curse of the Lord, if we refuse to obey his commands. This is saying that you will be as white as snow in the mountain of cursing. Now that could only mean one thing, which is that you are forgiven for your sins. The greatest blessing of the Lord is that we are forgiven. 15. A hill of God is the hill of Bashan. A hill of heights is the hill of Bashan. Bashan is in the northern side of Israel in what we call today the Golan Heights. So it is in a high elevation area. And he is equating that high elevation with the Lord, who is also high. 16. Why do ye envy, O high hills, the hill God hath desired for his seat? Jehovah also doth tabernacle forever. The Bible constantly says that the temple of the Lord is on a hill, so I believe it's on a hill in heaven as well as on earth. He always had the tabernacle or the temple on hills, and it's talking about Bashan also being high. 17. The chariots of God are myriads, thousands of changes. The Lord is among them in Sinai, in the sanctuary. The chariots of God are the angel chariots. And it says myriads, which actually means thousands of thousands, and thousands of changes. Maybe it's like a separation between the thousands. When armies march in battle, there will be one set of soldiers and then a space. That could be what the changes is talking about. And the Lord is among them in Sinai, in the sanctuary. His sanctuary in Sinai was actually atop of that mountain where Moses went to meet him. This is really beautiful imagery of the time when the Israelites were in Sinai. 18. Thou hast ascended on high, thou hast taken captive captivity, thou hast taken gifts for men, that even the refractory may rest, O Jah God. Jah is short for Jehovah. It says you have taken captive captivity. This is a constant theme in the Bible, and Jesus did this when he took those from Abraham's bosom up to heaven during the three days that he had descended down into earth after he was crucified. But also, the Lord took captive captivity when he took the Israelites out of Egypt because they were captive there and he pulled them out. He also spiritually takes captive captivity every time that he saves one of us because he takes us out of the captivity of our sin and our slavery to sin. And he pulls us out so that we are no longer slaves to sin. And his righteousness in us will cause us to resist sin. It says that he's taking gifts for men. We do have spiritual gifts that we are given in order to spread his gospel. And even the rebellious can rest. Even the rebellious will have an opportunity to repent. 19. Blessed is the Lord. Day by day he layeth on us. 
God himself is our salvation, Selah. He loads benefits on us daily. 20. God himself is to us a God for deliverance, and Jehovah Lord hath the outgoings of death. The Lord always saves and delivers. He causes us to escape from death. Not only physical death many times in our lives, but also ultimately spiritual death, which is hell. 21. Only God doth smite the head of his enemies, the hairy crown of a habitual walker in his guilt. Even the Lord will smite his enemies, even if somebody has lived to an old age and habitually walks in sin, the Lord will smite them in the end. And to smite is to kill. 22. The Lord said, From Bashan, I bring back, I bring back from the depths of the sea. 23. So that thou dashest thy foot in blood, in the blood of enemies, the blood of thy dogs. Dogs is a word for pagans. Just as a dog will eat anything, a pagan will worship any god without discrimination. And it says that the Lord will bring them back from the sea and cause them to walk in the blood of their enemies. In the Bible, the sea also represents many nations. So he's bringing them back to Israel. A lot of times the things that happened in the past will happen again in the future, but in a different way. He brought the Israelites out of the Red Sea, but he's also going to bring his people to his holy place in the millennial kingdom from all of the nations. They will walk in the blood of their enemies because Jesus will slay their enemies before his millennial kingdom is set up. 24. They have seen thy goings, O God, goings of my God, my King, in the sanctuary. 25. Singers have been before, behind our players on instruments, in the midst virgins playing with timbrels. The pagan nations have seen the Lord going in battle, and behind him are the singers and the instruments, the trumpets, those shouting victory. The Lord always had the choir go before the Israelites and virgins were part of the choir. He always had men blowing trumpets and shouting the victory before it happened. And that's why it's really important to proclaim the victory of God before you actually see it. If you want healing, thank God for your healing and proclaim it. I'm not talking word of faith where God owes us whatever we say, but we should be able to thank the Lord in advance for everything that he does. And that's what the Israelites did. He loves it when we prophesy his victories. And that's what it is. It's really prophesying his victories when we thank him in advance. The Israelites always would thank the Lord in advance with blowing trumpets before a battle. 26. In assemblies bless ye God the Lord from the fountain of Israel. 27. There is little Benjamin their ruler, heads of Judah their defense, heads of Zebulun, heads of Naphtali. This is talking about the order of how the Israelites marched, and Judah was at the front left of the marching tribes, and Zebulun was at the front right. So this is the front left and the front right. And then it also talks about Benjamin and Naphtali, who were in the back on the right side. That could be symbolizing, since they're on the right, there is strength with them. 28. Thy God hath commanded thy strength. Be strong, O God. This thou hast wrought for us. He tells us to be strong because he is in us. 
29. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem, to thee do kings bring a present. There were times in King David's kingship that the pagans brought tribute to King David, and that showed that they were submissive to Israel. 30. Rebuke a beast of the reeds, a company of bulls, with calves of the peoples, each humbling himself with pieces of silver. Scatter thou peoples, delighting in conflicts. It's equating a rhinoceros with nations who want to have conflict with Israel. And it's saying to the Lord, please rebuke our enemies. 31. Come do fat ones out of Egypt. Cush causeth her hands to run to God. Cush is probably Ethiopia, and they did obey the Lord from the time of King Solomon. 32. Kingdoms of the earth, sing ye to God, praise ye the Lord, Selah. All of the kingdoms of the earth should praise the Lord. The Bible over and over talks about how there are many nations, and God made many nations for a reason. He is a God of diversity. The One World Order is totally against the sovereignty of nations that the Lord established from the very beginning. In fact, even when we go to heaven, the Bible says there will be many nations in heaven. There's no such thing as one world order in God's kingdom. It's all nations under God. 33. To him who is riding on the heavens of the heavens of old, lo, he giveth with his voice a strong voice. He who is riding on the heavens is the Lord and his voice creates everything. 34. Ascribe ye strength to God over Israel is his excellency, and his strength in the clouds. Yes, Jesus ascended in the clouds, and he's coming back in the clouds. 35. Fearful, O God, out of thy sanctuaries, the God of Israel himself, giving strength and might to the people, blessed is God. He gave strength and might to the Israelites in the desert and in Israel among all of the nations. And he also gives strength to all of his people now because Jesus is in us and he causes us to have strength to resist sin and to tell people about him. And that concludes Psalm chapter 68.